Welcome to the Life Podcast, where we offer real hope to real people dealing with real life. We filter our thoughts through God's thoughts and our ways through God's ways. We pray you're blessed by this podcast. Enjoy the show. We are back. This is the Life Podcast. Living intentionally for eternity, people. I'm joined by my guy, the creepy crawler himself, the smoothest man in the land, the one who levitates when he walks, the one and only Day Boots. What's up, my brother? Good evening, Dad. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and embrace that introduction, man. Uh, it's me, it's me, it's the creepy crawler, y'all. <laughs> and I have my guy to my right, the sage, the wise one, <laughs> Mr. E. What's up, sir? Hey, what's going on? How you feel? <laughs> you gotta we we got to get a we name for to. him. We got to. It's coming back. Yeah. Okay. We, we got we to give him. Too shocked, bro. Too shocked. <laughs> I sit around and think about this stuff, man. I really do. I really yeah. sit around and think about this. <laughs> we are back. This Again, this is the Life Podcast where we filter our thoughts through God's thoughts. We filter our perspectives through God's perspectives. And we filter our views through God's views. Today, we have a whopping of a show. We're going to get practical. We're always talking about application, man. That stuff is good. All that theology is nice and the word is nice. What does that look like in day-to-day living? So we want to talk about that today. Got some two wise, got two wise brothers that's been through it. We still are covering divorce, manhood. Last week, if you didn't hear, we talked about if we only knew what we were getting into. <laughs> wow, would that have been different? And then today... Um, Today we're going to be talking about uh, just the practicalities of marriage and learning to live with one another, learning to live with your wife in an understanding way, as Peter said, and how through our shortcomings, mistakes, and even sin, how the Lord has taught us, been patient with us, gracious and merciful towards us. So I'm looking forward to this show. We do plan to get out of your hair in less than an hour. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> but today our life point is actually going to come from the Bible. Our life point today is coming from Ephesians. It's the book of Ephesians. Uh Ephesians. Is it Ephesians or Ephesians? Ephesians. <laughs> Ephesians, plural, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um chapter four, starting at verse seventeen. This is dealing with living the new life now that we have been united with christ our lives should change slowly progressively but there should be sanctification taking place in our lives and this is one of the passages that i love to go to that explains that the best so verse 17 says therefore i say this and testify in the lord you should no longer walk as the gentiles do 
and the futility of their thoughts. They are darkened in their understanding, excluded from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them and because of the hardness of their hearts. They, become, they became callous and gave themselves over to promiscuity for the practice of every kind of impurity with the desire for more and more. But that is not how you came to know Christ, assuming you heard about him and were taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, to take off your former way of life, the old self that is corrupted by deceitful desires, to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to put on the new self, the one created according to God's likeness and righteousness and the purity of truth. Therefore, put in away lying, speak the truth, each one to his neighbor, but we are because we are members of one another. Be angry and do not sin. Don't let the sun go down on your anger and don't give the devil an opportunity. Then it continues. Let no foul language, no foul language should come from your mouth, but only what is good for building up someone in need so that it gives grace to those who hear and don't grieve God's Holy Spirit. You are sealed by him for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness anger and wrath shouting and slander be removed from you along with all malice and be kind and compassionate to one another forgiving one another just as god also forgave you in christ can i get an amen amen amen, amen. But it's just good to hear god's word sometimes just to listen and just say it out loud amen mm-hmm. amen so today we're getting practical y'all Right. <laughs> I, I was just wondering um, Being a young husband With a young wife And a young family I can't tell you How many times I've had to go to the Lord And be like Am I really a Christian? <laughs> 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 Have you really started A new work on me? Because I don't see it at all <laughs> Who is this man? <laughs> right I'm serious though Like I think nothing has Challenged me more Than being a husband and a father Mm -hmm. In in life I mean I've been to college I worked four jobs when I was in college Um, To get the grades To graduate that was hard But that don't have nothing on this here Nothing And last week we talked about how Tim Keller said Nothing matures character more than marriage Right So it's, it, I have to be encouraged that the Lord is working in the dark, even when I He's not telling me right then and there what He's doing. He's doing, mm-hmm. and that's just a thought that I gotta think about. But that's just me kind of opening my heart to say, man, this, this is hard. Mm-hmm. This 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 is this is tough. Yeah, you know. But yeah. God never told me, and nobody ever got counsel about. Always said it was gonna be easy. No, that your no, love no. will see you through. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody yeah, I can yeah. about you to say that, brother. Yeah, That's man. It. They That's they it. let me know, and I think being in the throes of it, um, I just know on the other side, it's gonna be great. I remember yesterday. Just appease me for a second, you know. Me and my wife was just chilling. Macy was asleep. I fell asleep on the couch, um, and I woke up. And to be able to get in the bed and just grab her and hold her, I'm like, that's just that's just that's just mm-hmm. a beautiful thing that the Lord is that the Lord has given me, yeah. And that yeah. she allowed me to just yeah. to put my arm around her, head on her shoulder, and go to sleep. Like that, it's, it's little things like that that the yeah. Lord kind of shows me His grace. Big. Like this is it's big though. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. big. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So she's a blessing for sure. 
but you know with this blessing comes a great deal of responsibility yeah so i'm just yeah. learning like <laughs> be patient take it easy <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's not the end of the world because you don't understand it right now you know being an athlete and being someone who just could pick up on stuff fast it is not like that in marriage and um my cousin aj always reminds me he says you know Des, men are like wine they get better with time so over time men get better (laughs) (laughs) some Some. you're right some Some. i mean in a utopian word all but yeah but that was kind of my antidote my discourse on why i'm so i'm so excited to hear you all talk about the practical applications of marriage (laughs) so i kind of want to come out swinging okay okay if you all don't mind you know in marriages we have this thing called uh (laughs) i heard one one guy the other day said he called it uh intense worship sessions i said intense worship sessions what the heck are you talking about then i picked up he was talking about arguments i said oh (laughs) okay you call wow. intense worship <laughs> Wow. The things we label world. I say, I'm wow. I'm trying to tell you. Real wordy. Brother. Yeah. <laughs> I say, oh, you're talking about when you argue. <laughs> right. Now that's practical. <laughs> yeah, right. Where's the worship part coming from? <laughs> so that was, that was, that was dope. That was, I said, okay, I've never heard that one before. But in marriages, we have these conflicts. And these conflicts grow and grow and grow. They become pregnant. And then it gives birth to destruction. So in a marriage, you're going to have disagreements. You're going to have conflict. You're going to have a division to some sort. So I just want to start off by just asking you all, if, if that's a part of marriage, how did you all deal with conflict and arguments? I kind of phrase it as before during and after only because you can see an argument coming you know it you know a, you know a storm is brewing boy it's like look it up in the clouds like ooh this is gonna be bad you know it so um if you want to talk about now if you want to talk about if you can take yourself back to when you were younger or when you were young in the faith how did you process arguments um mr e i'll start with you uh <laughs> When when you when you when you argue when you had an argument with your wife, um, how did you deal with it? When you saw it coming, what, what, what was your thoughts? What, what, what was your instincts? Okay, um, I think for me it was a matter of, um, and I told you before, you know, being married now, I have learned a lot, mm-hmm. and I've learned that you learn your wife. Proverbs says, in all thine getting, get an understanding. Understand who she is, how she is. Some things you can see coming. And you can avoid certain things. But the biggest thing is to check yourself and your heart first before you get to the argument. Because sometimes we have things that are going on that has nothing to do with our spouses. And we are taking it out on them because they are the closest to us. And so we will attack them because we know they're gonna love us anyway, you know? And so we'll we'll attack them. So you always have to check yourself first. And always remember when you love somebody that you're with and you wanna see resolution. I wanna see 
I want to see this resolved. I don't want to stay mad at you and you mad at me. That's mm -hmm. not the end game. I'm not right. trying to have an argument so I can go out tonight. <laughs> you know? right. I, right. I really don't want to talk to you this, today, so I'm going to start an argument. Some people, we're laughing, but some people have that kind of mindset. And God never intended for us to seek out confusion and division. We're supposed to be seeking peace. Amen. And as men of God, we're supposed to be seeking peace. And that should start with us mm -hmm. and not have to be based on what she does and how she responds. So when you see it, you, you check yourself first before you get to the argument or the argument situation. And sit back and listen. We, we talked about this earlier. Uh, slow to speak. Mm -hmm. Right. Sometimes we don't even hear what is actually being said. Exactly. We're just coming straight at them. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. it's almost like I got to be right, you got to be right. And we're arguing about something and nobody's paused for a minute to even hear what we're arguing about. Exactly. exactly. You know, because many times we can say this is not even worth arguing about. Right. <laughs> you know, but if, if I want to argue with you and we've been arguing, I got to prove to be right. Because some people always have to be right. <laughs> and that is not the way you want to be with just about I got to be right. No. Right. You know, many times God is right. You said earlier, um, I remember in Exodus uh, 14, I think it is. He says, the Lord is fighting for you. Mm -hmm. God is fighting for your marriage. So if you want resolution, he's going to help you because he's fighting with you for your marriage. He Amen. wants you to stay together. So if I'm, I'm making sure that I'm good, then I deal with that and I'm slow to speak, then yes, we can go from there. Right. That's, the, that's the beginning going in. Yeah. You could take it from here, Dave. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll piggyback on a lot of that. I mean, <laughs> I'll definitely piggyback on a lot of it, especially the part about checking yourself, mm -hmm. um, understanding your emotions and your motives. Um, but the most important thing is, um, for me always, because I am very, and I, I think I've said this before, I, I don't like conflict. Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm, I'm very non-confrontational. Yeah. For, so for me, it's a discussion that needs to be had mm -hmm. for the most part. And I'm willing to discuss. Mm -hmm. I'm not willing to argue. Right, right. You know? Right. Because, like you said before, the goal is to resolve the issue. Right. And what escalates it into an argument is the uh, accusing. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Not being logical. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and because most of us can understand, women don't argue logically mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not uh, a lot of logic involved. he said it <laughs> yeah, that, that's Dave yeah. that's <laughs> it's not a lot of logic involved so right. you can't a lot of times you can't even understand what we're arguing about mm -hmm. because like you said you want to win the argument right. so you're willing to say whatever you need to say mm -hmm. to feel that you won the argument mm -hmm. and I'm sitting here going what are we talking about Right, because this is not even what the discussion started about. Now mm -hmm. we get into the accusatory part of it. You always this, and you always that, and mm -hmm. you always this, and I don't mm -hmm. like when you do that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so how do we fix it? Mm -hmm. Do you want to fix it? 
or do you want to win the argument? Right. Because you're going right. to win the argument because I'm fitting to walk out. Right, right. And if that makes right. you feel like you won, then you won. Exactly. But nothing was resolved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so first of all, man, it's just <clears throat> just understanding that we, we want to resolve the, mm-hmm. the conflict. We want to resolve the issue. And like we were talking about off the air, man, I believe that we have to put the relationship first, mm-hmm. right? Are we putting the relationship first? Are we setting aside our feelings and, and, and thinking about what's doing right for the relationship? Right. And most of the time what's doing right for the relationship is that we're submitting to one another. There you go. And if we're there submitting to one another and I'm listening to your concerns as well as you're listening to my concerns, we can get to some, to- some type of resolution about mm-hmm. what's going on. But if your goal is just to win, the argument or if your goal is just to get your point across and if it's all about feelings mm-hmm. y'all gonna have to help me with this because <laughs> <laughs> I struggle man I struggle with feelings is the most important part of relationship mm. I struggle with that mm-hmm. because I can't be in prison enslaved by your emotions mm, okay I can't be governed by your emotions mm-hmm. I understand that I have to be compassionate mm-hmm. I understand that I have to have concern I understand that I have to you know know you enough to know what you're going through mm-hmm. but I can't be governed by your emotions mm. because if you're an emotional person do I have to go on that emotional roller coaster with you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. every day Right. All day. I right. have to live my life depending upon how you feel. Right. So I struggle. I struggle with that part of it. Mm-hmm. And and I don't think that I'm knowledgeable enough to talk about it. I'm just letting y'all know. I struggle with that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a lot of times that's where, you know, especially in, in my past few relationships, that's where the struggle has been. Mm-hmm. Dealing with emotions, mm-hmm. but like you said, it's it's all about resolution. And are, are we mature enough to put the relationship first to solve the issue, as opposed to trying to win the argument mm-hmm. or um, just trying to put the other person down? Because words hurt. The Bible says, "Power, of life, and death is in the tongue." Amen. And we can do a lot of damage with what we say. Amen. And the one person that you should not be damaging is your spouse. Amen. You need her to be built up. You need her to be lifted up. And not if she's, and I'm going to say this, not if she's doing it to you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No tit for tat, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. If we are going to be leaders, Mm -hmm. it starts with us. It does. And uh, it's almost like if you put money in the ATM, you're going to get whatever you put in that ATM back. Right. <laughs> and with our wives, I feel it's the same way. It's like, mm-hmm. what, you, what are you depositing? And we don't even realize how much we're depositing. Sometimes women will look at you and they're, they're studying you. Mm-hmm. They're studying you. And they don't even realize it. And they'll even start talking the way you talk or acting the way you talk. Y'all seen it they in, will. in relationships. They will. How is that? Why is that? Because they are, they are, they they have the ability to evaluate 
so much about a situation and a person. That's why they're able to make homes the way they do, because they do that. And so what are you depositing? And sometimes your wife is really giving you what you've given her. And we don't even see it until later on. And it's like, why are you so angry? You were very angry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't think you were being angry, but you was giving me anger. And so in order for me to survive, because I've been studying you, I start acting like what I study. Mm-hmm. And so it's coming back. I'm, I don't want to go off too far away from the question, man, but, but it, it is important. So as the husband, as the, the, the husband, we have to maintain a steady. Yes. In the midst of the storm. Right. It's like a ship that's maintained yeah. steady. That's not always easy to do. No. But we have to find our places to release that. That's why I thank God for going out with you, Dave, and Rob, and different people. Because you're able to go out, talk it out, get it out. Mm-hmm. And then go back and feel like, okay, I can do this again. Exactly. And not just beat up your spouse <laughs> and, 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 and then have to go repent and come back and go through that process all over again. All over again. Yeah. yeah. So. I think that's good. Colossians 3, 12, uh, 13 says, Therefore, as God's chosen ones, holy and dearly love, put on compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a grievance against another, just as the Lord has forgiven you, mm-hmm. so you are also to forgive. Above all, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity, and let the peace of Christ, to which you were also called in one body, rule your hearts and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell richly among you in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another through psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. <laughs> and then it goes on to say in 19, husbands, love your wives. It don't be better towards them. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hey man, I, I, I'll say this. Um, it's my small antidote. Head knowledge takes a while to turn into heart knowledge. Mm-hmm. You can know it up here And not practice it in here Right Because mm-hmm. once it reaches the heart That's when you change yeah. You need the head knowledge You need to know that You mm-hmm. need to know that the Bible actually says that mm-hmm. And that, that that's what God is calling you to But through sanctification That takes time mm-hmm. um, And I don't know how, how you all deal with But when I deal with arguments The hardest part for me is when I am dead set on the fact that I'm right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I don't, nothing else matters to me if I'm right. You say sorry, and that's it. We're fine. Yeah. Wow. You're fine. <laughs> You're fine. But I'm learning that's not how it works. That's it. No, no, no it's not. It's no, not. That's like my wife laughs and be like, that's when you drive me crazy because you literally say what you need to say. And then you just over it, and you back to how you were, and you and I'm sitting around pissed off. I'm mad. I'm reflecting on this joint stewing, and you act. You expect me to be like you. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I I I, I can. I kind of say what I need to say, and I'm, 
you hungry? Like, like right. I, I say what yeah. I have to say, but that's not life. Mm. That's not living um, with your wife in an understanding way. And I think for me, anything that's challenged me is I, that that slow to speak, quick to listen, slow to anger, boy. And I, I just never knew that I was so angry. Mm-hmm. And I was telling you all that earlier before we started. I'm like, man, I am so why did that trigger such deep hot piping anger in me like the mm-hmm. blood is boiling and, and I'm thinking things in my mind that I would never say out loud mm-hmm. harmful hurtful things not harmful like I'm gonna beat her up but or beat somebody up but just like my thoughts about someone at that time mm-hmm. I'm like lord that's that's odd where is that coming from is, is that hurt is that trying to protect yourself is that pride is that like I I she just gotta accept me how I am. I'm just throwing all that stuff out there. You know, what I mean? I'm not saying mm-hmm. it's either one of those or it could be all of those. But have y'all ever felt like that? Or no, I don't know. Or am I just? <laughs> I see alone. That's fine. That's fine. I'm cool with that. But I'm just. Have y'all ever had those moments of just like, man, my God, what is? What is? This what? not. This not good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think in the, one of the other videos we did, I was talking about how. Um, I had 10 years of just by myself. And most of the time before I even got to that place, I did a bunch of accusing and blaming. Yeah. yeah. She this, she ain't that. Right. This is my this is my ex. Wife, she ain't this, she ain't that, she ain't all this. And it wasn't until I got to a point where I had to deal with me mm-hmm. that I really got resolution on what's going on in the inside of me. Sometimes we jump into things to get away from a circumstance or situation, but we never resolve that inner battle that goes on in our minds. And like I said before, we will always, unfortunately, give the problem and most of it to the person that's closest to us. And your wife is the closest person to you. And so... It's important for for us to recognize that um, that when we give when we give that to them, it's damaging the relationship. So let me resolve what's going on inside of me. And when you said something about being right, it's a scripture that really blessed me, man. Remember when King Solomon, um, his first little test thing. He yeah, did. yeah, 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 yeah. And um, the the lady had a child, and it was her child. But the mm-hmm. other lady was trying to take her child. Right. Um, that mother loved that child so much that she said, "Give her the child." Right. Right. For the sake of saving my child, I don't have to be right. I'm right. It's my child. Come on. Mm-hmm. But for the sake of saving my child. And sometimes in relationships, you have to say, for the sake of saving my marriage Mm. or for the sake of saving our peace, Mm. it doesn't matter that I'm right. That'll come up. God will vindicate you. He's fighting for you. He will vindicate that. He will show her Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or, or show you. But when you when you recognize it's not that I win this fight and actually I will win this fight. When I do it his way. Amen. Because that's what Christ did. Yeah. Well, so what if you're just dealing with a very cantankerous, that's a big word, bitter, angry person? 
Every day. Hawaii. Yes. Um, Sounds good what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, just, I'm just thinking about people that gotcha. I talk to and I know. Gotcha. And I'm, I'm just kind of playing devil's advocate. Oh, no. Like, like no. what do no. you do with someone who's just extremely mm-hmm. hard to deal with? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> practically. Practically. <laughs> Actually, it's the same thing. Yes, it's, it is. It's not a matter of how extreme or how how whatever. Right. You you still we're still obligated as men of God to do it God's way. Period. Yep. Amen. You know, yep. Christ didn't have a different level of love and grace for us in terms of His love. His love said, "If you made your bed in hell, I'll find you there. If you ascended upon the high place, I'll find you there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where you are. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get there." Amen. And that's how we have to be as well. Now, it's going to take more from you, more of your love. That's why uh, Corinthians says love is patient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it endures all things. It endures all things. It's right. all of those different things. That's what love is. It's not mm-hmm. just I want my way. Why are you acting like that? Show her love. Amen. Show her love. The more love you cover her with. And I know it sounds good, but sometimes you got to keep saying it until you believe it. Can, yeah. can I give you a, a brief? It's not my testimony. <laughs> but, I got you. I got but you. But Tony Evans' dad, I don't know if you ever heard of that, but Tony Evans' dad had a, it's just applicable to what you're saying. His wife, Tony Evans' father wasn't a Christian. Mm-hmm. They grew up, I don't think he became a Christian until Tony Evans was like 15. And his dad and his mom used to fight. It was just a hellish environment. Um, and one day, one of his dad's friends shared the gospel with him, and his dad became a Christian. And his wife fought him. Te- I mean, fought him. Tooth and nail. Tooth and nail. Just hated it. Despised that when she would yeah, yell at him. Christian. Yeah, yeah. Like how his right. conduct. Because mm. she had got used to that chaos and that mm. chaotic life. And so many of us live that. And when when she would try to rile him up and he will say I understand mm-hmm. I, I understand why you're mad at me I, I apologize mm-hmm. it, it would anger her more yeah. she hated it like yeah. who because what was he doing he he was the bible says that's heaping burning coals on your head mm-hmm. bringing shame on you right you know and mm-hmm. and he said that and Tony Evans was like that went on for a year a year he just father just gracefully took everything everything she was th- throwing at him you want to pray? No. Bible study? No. Go to church? No. I hate it. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Just just being very combative, being very hostile towards the Christian life. And his father just prayed for her and prayed for her and prayed mm-hmm. for her and prayed for her. And one day she came downstairs. He was in prayer, reading his Bible. She came downstairs and said, I, I don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how you... Uh, putting up with me and not yelling at me. I don't know what this change is, but whatever you have, I want it. Yep. There you go. And she became a Christian. Wow. Amen, I, and that, that testimony is so powerful. That's that's that love endures all things. That's yeah. that do not grow weary and wrong and, 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 and well doing. Yeah. That's that commitment to here we go. God. Amen. And and and, and, and that's just what what it is. I mean, when we when we read Colossians, it said, "And whatever you do, in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, <laughs> giving thanks to God the Father through Him." So, those times in my life, 
where you have to humble yourself and acknowledge you just a man, bro. You don't got it. Yeah. You got to go to the one who did. You got to go to the one who created the same people who spit in his face. Yeah. Created. Yeah. And was about to die for the people. Yeah. That was saying Hosanna three hours earlier and now calling for his death. And like, he about to do that. He about to endure that cross for the joy that was set before him. What was that joy? Eternal life, being back united with his father and the joy of having many brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. That was the joy. And if our aim in marriage is to glorify Christ first and then enjoy them, if that's our perspective, which is an eternal perspective, I think that's what we need to put rocks in our pockets to give us some stability. I think it's that. Mm-hmm. What you were saying is it's, it's him. Mm-hmm. Again, it's that him and then them. Yeah. It's him first and then them. Yeah. And while I'm saying that sounds good, Mr. E, but in the midst of it, how did y'all deal with it? In the midst of trying to love people, what were y'all thoughts? That's what I'm trying to get through. Like, how did you, what practical things did you do or was it just in your head and you just had to keep, was it just repeating that to yourself? Yeah. Was uh, it I'm, removing I mean, yourself from situations sometimes? Yeah, just, it, there was that. Okay. Um, again, I'm, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I, me and your dad are similar. We have similar personalities. We we are um, laid back. I'm not looking for. I'm not looking for arguments. No. I'm not looking for fights. No, that's not even my personality. Um, but at the same time, and I don't have to always be right. Um, but and and I'm not sitting up here saying I'm perfect and I never get upset and I never get mad. I do. But at the same time, I, I do think that we are obligated by God. To seek peace, you know, is is that's as a man, that's what we're obligated to do. So if it's something that that upsets me, I will not say anything sometimes, right? To process what I should say, yeah, and how I should say it. Right. Now, for a lot of people, I know that's hard. I can't. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say. I'm going to say. Yeah, I can't speak for you, <laughs> but this is what this is the way God has wired me to be, and so I won't say anything. And um, when appropriate time I will mm-hmm. in such a way that I feel like I can be heard mm-hmm. you know because sometimes you're not being heard you're just being seen with a lot of actions and a lot of emotions but uh, um, you, you said something about when Christ went through that he said father forgive them for they know not what they do mm-hmm. when you were talking about Tony Evans dad I was thinking about how a lot of times Anger gets so deep that people don't even, and I'm not making an excuse, they don't even realize how angry they are. Yeah. But that peaceful resistance, like Martin Luther King did, you know, it it speaks volumes and it goes further than me going back and forth with you. Right. In battling. Because we're not going to resolve. I agree. And then what we're going to end up doing is saying a bunch of words. Yes. That you take to your car. You are no good this and you yeah. that and you that. And, and, and y'all, some Christians do that too. But anyway. No doubt. No doubt. You lose yourself. <laughs> you lose yourself. You say, yeah. calling names and saying all of these things. And then at another moment, away from the argument, the enemy plays that like a looping reel. Yeah. He called you a punk. He called you a this, that, yeah. the other. Yeah. And he's playing your heart and your mind, mm-hmm. having you wonder and guess about how you really are. Right. Um, but we can't do that. So, yeah, um, I put a pause in it, man. I'll put it that way. 
<laughs> I've learned how to put a pause in it, man. Amen. Proverbs 21, 23 says, the one who guards his mouth and tongue keeps himself out of trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you're talking about. Um, Dad always says, it's better to do right than to be right. Right. And that's what Eric was talking about earlier, man. That's the you know, it's better to, to to do the right thing than to be right sometimes, which means to take the conflict out of the situation, shut up sometimes, mm-hmm. give in, submit, and uh, and trust God, mm-hmm. and, and and God's going to present another opportunity for you to resolve that issue in mm-hmm. a more peaceful way. Uh, it's okay to be angry though, right? It's, of course, it's yeah. of course. Just but do y'all that. really mean that? Huh? Do you really mean that? As I've learned from you and some other people, sometimes is you know you have to be angry and you have to show your anger. Yeah, you, you know learned that I mean? from me. Yeah, you, I mean because because we've you you've got you guys you and Alonzo yeah. have helped me because I'm always talking about how I don't like conflict. Mm-hmm. And y'all say some conflict is good. Yeah, <laughs> some conflict is needed. Yeah, bro. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 good to let people know that you're angry, that you're displeased, mm-hmm. that you're disappointed, that you're mm-hmm. upset, that you feel disrespected. But the Bible says, "But sin not." Yeah, it doesn't say don't be angry. Mm-hmm. It says, "But sin not." Mm-hmm. Be angry, but sin not. Mm-hmm. So how do you move forward in that anger? And what are you doing with it um, that you're not being ungodly with it? That's true. And and I'm glad you said that because it also says anger rests in the bosom of fools. Amen. A fool gives full vent to his anger. Right. So you got to release. You got to release. Yeah. You got to get rid of that anger because if you don't, it just grows just like anything else. It grows and it explodes. Into something that's going to be completely ugly. Destructive. Destructive. Yeah. Yeah. And and I know Romans talks about vengeance is not ours. It's the Lord. Uh, And the Lord has anger. So we know that anger is not unholy or if it's right. God's anger is towards unrighteousness, is mm-hmm. towards lawlessness, ungodliness, things that harm him. I mean, people, things that harm people and does not bring him glory. Amen. We were created to glorify God and enjoy him forevermore. So if you are doing something that's not bringing him glory, it's probably harming someone or you're some, something else. And God is angry towards that, mm-hmm. righteously angry. So if, if a man is, if a woman is sitting in a man's face, Mr. E, and saying, you no good, you this, calling him B, and mm-hmm. you, you ain't nothing, and then, mm-hmm. then we can't pretend that that dude just going to be like, okay, honey, we just got it. Come on, bro. He going to be angry, you know what I mean? But to give full vent to it and punch her, and that's what, that domestic stuff, again, we're talking from a Christian perspective. We're called out of that life. You know what I mean? We're called out of that. And God has given us his spirit. He's poured grace upon grace upon grace on us to deal with those things, those tight situations. But it begs the question. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) It it begs the question. But on the other hand. Yeah, it begs the question. (laughs) What? Why are these men... So many men getting in relationship with such combative women, like they don't see that coming. During a dating stage, do they overlook it because she's fine, she look good, I can change her. She just, you know, she got daddy issues, like whatever, whatever it is. Like, 
I, I, I was I was hell bent, bro, on not marrying. Uh, uh, <laughs> what does Proverbs say? A contentious woman. Yeah. <laughs> I was hell bent. I think one proverb says it's better yeah. to live on the side of a roof than to live with a better woman, bro. Yeah. And that drink ruins it does. a man's soul. I ain't saying life soul. Yeah. If a man, it, all of us have times when we do that pause before we go into some house, like whew, get do it some together. Push-ups. <laughs> get ready because I don't know what. And that man, not, that's just dealing with life, dealing with the yeah. the, the, the responsibility of being responsible. Mm-hmm. But to live with a woman, that's just better. Mm-hmm. Um, men hate their lives. Mm-hmm. So. It begs the question, like, why, why, why even engage in that relationship, bro? Dave. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you I'm seen the softball? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to look at me. Bro. <laughs> yeah. He just want to throw it out there, like, yeah. But I, I think it goes back to the things that you said when you when you first uh, started posing the question. As you know, we're we're ignoring the red flags, and we're mm-hmm. looking at the physical. And above all else, we think that we can change the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, we think that we have some type of power, some type of influence over people that will help them change into something that that we desire more. And in the meantime, we're just going to pacify it, or we're just going to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and I think that that that's the main thing. Um, we get we get into relationship for all for a lot of different reasons, mm-hmm. um, whether it's sexual, physical, um, whether we think that we can control the, the person or whatever it is. Um, so I think the most important thing that we have to do before we get into those relationships <laughs> is, as Christians, you know, what type of standards do we have? Mm-hmm. You know. What type of standards do we have for our future spouse? Mm-hmm. For anybody that we's gonna, we're going to date, do we have any standards mm-hmm. that we're willing to, to live by? And are we going to compromise those standards? Mm-hmm. And, more, and more likely than not, we're going to compromise those standards. Mm-hmm. Why Thinking, though? Why think, we I, I, I really believe that we're, we're thinking that we can change somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, I really do. I think that's that's the bottom line, because, um, you know, going in that there's things about this person that you don't you generally don't like, you Mm -hmm. know, and Mm -hmm. they don't fit your personality and fit your lifestyle. Um, It's 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 and and speaking particularly about we're talking about a contentious woman. It's a lot of foolishness and a lot of conflict Mm -hmm. unnecessarily. Because mm-hmm. when you're dealing with somebody that's contentious like that, there's a lot of things. That's, a lot of the stuff is just unnecessary. A lot of the foolishness is unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um, so why are we compromising what we believe? Because I believe that we don't. We believe that we can change someone, and we're not trusting God that we can. That there's somebody else out there for us, and we have the patience. Mm-hmm. To wait, yeah. Contentment with godliness is great, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, so, sometimes I think we think 
too highly of ourselves Come at on. times. Yes. And we feel like we can handle it. Yep. The because it's 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 parts of it that we feel we need. And so we overlook the part that we see that's a red flag because I'm getting the other part that I feel I need. Very well said. Uh, especially if it's a person that yeah. has been through bad things or whatever the case may be, you're available. You're always answering the phone. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about where you are. Yeah, I hear the contentious part. But it's not that bad because it never is at first. Uh, <laughs> it's, no. it's not that bad. So it's there. But I can ignore that because the part that I need is fueling me right now. Mm-hmm. Right now. And so as long as I keep that part that's fueling me, I'll ignore the other part, not realizing that it's there and it's going to grow. Mm. It's an attachment. It's almost like when you buy a house. It comes with a mortgage. Mm-hmm. You don't just get the house. There's a mortgage. Yeah, <laughs> you don't just get the car. There's a car note. Mm-hmm. And there's insurance involved. You can't ignore you it. Can't Eventually, ignore you're going to have to what? Deal with it. Exactly. Come on. So it's the same thing with that. And we get it. And sometimes we will get into the situation. And before we know it, now we feel like, well, since you were there for me, I owe you to stay I owe you because you were there for me. So now I I owe you. And then we're locked into a situation. I think about Solomon, strong man. He knew that, uh, what what is it, Delilah? Mm -hmm. Was it Delilah? Mm -hmm. He knew that they were after, it was something wrong. But he played the game because mm-hmm. he felt like I'm a strong man and I can handle it. I can handle it. <laughs> and one day he wakes up with his what? Haircut. Yeah. <laughs> Had a couple of, couple of, and I say this a lot of time when I talk mm-hmm. to my son, man. Don't ignore the warnings you get. Amen. Because at some point the warnings will stop and you will have to deal with what was coming after you. you and you saw fruit. it coming. Eat the <laughs> fruit of your living, right? Yes, yeah. you got to do it. Right. And so all of them little t- chances he had, because he had another situation with another woman that was very similar. But when he got into that, the chances went. But he kept on going because I'm Solomon. I'm yeah. the strong man. You know? and, then she, and then she used that little magical word. If you love me. Right. That <laughs> phrase. Mm-hmm. You said you, know, you love me. Right. But that was not, to be honest, to be man, to be man about it, it ain't your fault. Mm. It's mine. Right. Yep. Because I should have been I should have been man enough and godly enough. Amen. Amen. To address what it is that God you showed me. Yes. Because he showed I mean, we never fall for something blind. We don't get blinded as children of God. No. I don't believe that. <laughs> he loves us too much. Yeah. <laughs> With his children. You wouldn't let your son or daughter do something if you knew that there was some danger involved. You're going to tell him. Right. Mm-hmm. Our Heavenly Father is the same way. Mm-hmm. He's going to tell us. That, that, <laughs> what, what he said, I think that, that really encompasses it all, is that we think we can handle it. Yeah. I got we this. We think we can handle it. Uh, don't think yourself more highly than you overmeasure yourself. Amen. Mm-hmm. By the measure of faith that God has given you, and mm-hmm. I think uh, Proverbs eighteen one says, "The man who isolates isolates himself leads himself to destruction." Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's Second Timothy or First Timothy that says, "Flee youthful lust." A lot of guys just—I said it last week, man. Was, they just be dating in isolation. They don't bring anybody into their life, and then it's too late, and they want everybody help. But you didn't got yourself 
like sin has caught you in its cords it's hard to get out of that and like that's the thing like bro why didn't you say something earlier yeah. why you ain't bring her around like you've been you've been with her for how long yeah. six months mm-hmm. nobody's seen this chick at all and you just like you know how it is when you first start talking to somebody you talking talking all the time mm-hmm. like bro you need other people to come around and say yeah bro, i don't know bro like i i love you and heed that like there's much counsel as much wisdom in many counselors and many advisors and i just think like so many times girls and guys are like uh and this is as i've been a when i was a christian i'm like it's like why are you in this relationship and it's that thing then they can change them yeah mm-hmm. yeah that 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 is so private you yeah. but, but it's, but, can't but even it's, change ourselves yeah we can and that's the thing and that's exactly. the thing that I'm saying like you know? it's, it's private I know I just put out a post on Facebook talking about this exact same thing just like it's this savior complex that I know me and my dad struggle with where we see a need in someone we feel like we have to fill it because there's so many needs that was not filled in us yeah, yeah. and because that's of it. that we try to save people from that but we're doing it we're doing it Removed from God God is all powerful All wise And knows all things And mm-hmm. people still Will not turn to him Yeah <laughs> Why Amen. do you think They're gonna turn From themselves to you Now does God Use us as agents To change Yes With God's masterpiece Created new For his good works All that is reality We're to be a light In this dark world We're to come out From among them Be sought All that stuff is true Bro God is changing hearts Not you You lead him <laughs> You lead them to him You ain't changing Nobody's heart And at no. the end of the day Like You have to make Hard decisions. I like. I love my wife dearly, um, but it was things that we had to talk about before she could marry me and I could marry her. Things in our past, you have to be open and honest because you're about to give your life to somebody. You're about to share your. They should know you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was hard decisions I had to make, devoid of my feelings. Can because at the end of the day, when you're about to be in a relationship with somebody, you have to ask yourself if this person never changes. Ever. There you go. Can I still live at peace with them? There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. If she never changes, if mm-hmm. he never changes from who he is, who she is right now, mm-hmm. can yeah. I have a flourishing life mm-hmm. and still can I have children with this person? And even though everything ain't right, she respects me and loves me. I respect her and love me, and we can make it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If she never changes, nothing. Because mm-hmm. what we think we're gonna marry somebody, they're gonna start changing. Right. Oh, that's not guaranteed. Right. That's hope for. Right. <laughs> and that very for. same and that very same thing <laughs> yeah. that you want her to change becomes the catalyst for you wanting to leave. The exact same and, thing. And, you know, it's it's Can't never it's never yeah. failed. You know, in the couples you talk to or whatever the case may be. I, I used to do that a lot when I talk to couples. It's like if this never changes, can you do it? Oh yeah, yeah, it's cool. I don't I don't care, that's fine. <laughs> when you break up, you ask them, well, what, what happened? Uh-huh. Well, I can't deal with that. Well, that was the same thing that you said, <laughs> said you that could you could deal, deal with. with. Right. So actually, you thought you can change it. Mm-hmm. You didn't, you you weren't, you knew it would change once you get married because maybe you felt like, well, I'll help them. It's finances. Well, well, I'll help them with the finances or whatever. Then after a while, I'm tired of helping. I don't want to do that. I shouldn't have to help him. Mm-hmm. You didn't. Right, from you the chose to. Right, from the get go. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to. You said yeah. you can handle it. It was cool. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah man. That 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 whole thing again. We talking about living this 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 new life. Like you cannot live life apart from God. 
Mm-hmm. In our text, it says people are darkened in their understanding because they excluded from the life of God and they're walking in ignorance. Christians should not be walking in no ignorance, bro. Mm-hmm. Like that's why you say, "Oh, you gonna see the red flag," mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. if you don't, you know, you can't ignore that. Mm-hmm. God's not gonna let you walk in into that. No, bro, you chose that. Yeah. And then when you got to live with the consequence, now you mad at everybody, yeah. and you mad at the person. I'm like, but blaming God, you blaming God, right? I think, <laughs> yeah. I think Proverbs talks about it. Man makes a ruin of his life, and then he blames God. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, like that's not God's wisdom. God would have told you, don't even get in that relationship, right. bro. What does she have to offer? I'm talking about as a Christian. Does she know anything about the Bible? Not does she go to church. Is she growing in her faith and godliness to God more than you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or no. I'm not saying y'all got to be the same level spiritually. I always think the man should know more than the woman. That's not hating. That could be. That could be. That could be. That could be, be controversial. That's, but I think. That's, I think. That's, I, think that's I think the man should. I think it's 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 on the man to be the priest of his home, and the man needs to know the word through and through. Because you can't wash somebody in something you Amen. do not know. Amen. So uh, um, that, that's it. He, right he there. needs to he needs to take on that responsibility um, and not use it to bully her, make her feel bad because she doesn't know. I've been there. Um, that's not what you do. You use it to build her up. Um, but I just I see that so often. Like why a, a lot of relationships and the anger and the arguments because you just got two contentious people. Mm-hmm. I mean beyond just the normal. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. everything shouldn't make you go off in a frenzy, bro. Yeah, everything yeah, shouldn't yeah. just everything shouldn't be catastrophic, sis. Yeah, but it's but but what I'm noticing it's the small things yeah. that lead to the big things. You don't talk about it. You passive. You're not saying anything. You notice it, but you ain't saying nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and my biggest thing to both of y'all is I had to literally look myself in the mirror and say, why can't you just say what you just said, but gently. Why does it have to come out so wrong all the time? Like, that's it's it. wrong with you. That's yeah, it. that's it. Would you that's want somebody it. to talk to you like that? Because yeah. I'm the most sensitive dude in the world. I mean, cry at the top of a hat, boy. Somebody yell at me. I'm like whimpering. But, but why can't you just? My wife, like, that's me. You're not wrong, but why are you talking to me like that? Right, right, <laughs> so right, right. it's not about what you say, it's how you're saying it. Right. So the way I can talk to you as a man, but like, come on, bro, get yourself together. Right. I can't talk to a woman like right. that. Like, it, it got to be. Right. One of my friends says, live with your wife as a garden that you're trying to spring up. Mm-hmm. You want it to be nice. You want it to look like you want it to produce for you. You just going to go trample through that joint or you going to walk softly and swiftly. Mm-hmm. You're going to walk soft. You're going to watch your steps. You don't want to step on that, that root that's growing up. You don't want to step on that branch. Mm-hmm. He said, that's your wife. Mm-hmm. She's a garden, a well-tuned garden that you're trying to plush up and get right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's how you should treat her. And dudes be rough around the edges. Edges. That doesn't mean that they're not a Christian. They just gotta learn. Oh yeah. They gotta learn from older men examples. Because the Bible is one thing, but you you do need flesh and blood sometimes. And that's why oh, yeah. God gives the church because you need that flesh and blood to say, Yeah, bro. I don't know if I I want to set it like that. Yeah. I want to set it like this so that it's not negative all the time. Use Mister E. Have you thought about it like this? Yeah. But the other side of that is this. <laughs> right, right, right. And, um, you know, one of the most right. convicting things about me is Desmond Oops can do that with other women, but with my wife, 
low yeah. patience. And yeah. I'm like, what is that? Like, like familiarity and low if your wife, contempt. If your wife sees that, ooh. Yeah. And she yeah. has. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. like, I mean, you bet. She's like, when I see you talk to people about the faith and talk to people about this, and like, you just so patient and you so kind and you sit there and answer their questions. But with me, you fly off, <laughs> you fly off the rail. And I think it's like this thing of, like, why don't you know this? You, how long have you been with me? Da, 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 da. But it's pride at the end of the day. It's pride. Like, yeah. no one, you keep saying it, Mr. E. No one should get what your wife gets. Yeah. No one should be treated yeah. better than your Objective wife, bro. But that's a problem, Mr. E. Like this is stuff that it is. this is stuff that's leading to divorce. What we talking about? Because it is. Because it is. That, yeah. I, I don't know. I can't put. I can't put my. I can't put my finger on it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like the pain. It's the, mm-hmm. the unforgiveness, the betrayal, the 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 feeling unloved. I guess all that all stuff that. goes into like all I'm that. not going to treat her right. I'm all not going to treat him right. But like, is that godly though? Is that what? Is that what? It's not. Is, but you know, what I'm you know, I'm gonna tell you uh, one thing. Me and my wife did do early <laughs> when we were dating. When we were dating, one thing we did do is we started praying together. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, as a preacher, you know, you pray for anybody and everybody <laughs> all day long. Yeah. And you will be surprised how many preachers don't even pray with their wives. Mm-hmm. And that was a conviction that I had in that process of being by myself. Yeah. If you're going to get with somebody, learn how to pray with them. They're your partners. At the very bare minimum. And I'm not saying have a turn, sir. Just basically, simply grab their hands. Yeah. And pray with your wife. Yeah. We do that uh, Monday through Friday. We pray in the morning. And I've been doing it the entire time. And it will change relationships. It's practical. Make it practical. It's that simple. We bring people, situations, and all of that to God. We pray for one another every morning. Weekends, we miss it. <laughs> it's crazy because we're home on the weekend together. I don't know what that is. But anyway, <laughs> no routine. <laughs> you got that routine. Uh-huh. Right. Right. But adding prayer makes a difference in a family but especially a couple. And when you do that, I think you diffuse a lot of of the enemy's attempt to get you all divided because you're becoming one. Mm -hmm. And the only way we can become one is around God. Mm -hmm. So by doing prayer together, that puts it first. Um, Communicating, like you said, honestly and openly communicating. And I'm not saying I do all of this, this right all the time. I don't. But that is very important. That's your partner. Any, even if you, if we started a business right now, we're gonna be talking on the phone every. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is what we're doing. This is what we're yeah. trying to do. Why? Because we're trying to build this business. Well, you're trying to build a family. Who better to talk to than the person you're building it with? And their opinions and their points matter. And I'm gonna be honest. That's hard sometimes too, because as men, we're processing it on our head. Mm-hmm. I don't always like to share because you know I had this thing. I got it, and I need to do it a certain way. Me too. And yeah, I feel yeah. like you know my wife's gonna come in and mess it up. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I agree. That, that, that's my process you know? too. And especially yeah. if you've been single for a while. Yeah, you know, um, I was single yeah. raising kids, and it was like. You know, I have to keep this going on. I can make kids do what I want to do. You know, Mm -hmm. but I had to realize she was she was single too. Her her kids 
fa uh, father had passed away. So she was single too. So she did it processed that way. So that was something we had to work through mm. yeah. because we learned how to do it our way. Now we have to let somebody in. Mm -hmm. And we got to communicate And I can't just do it And she wake up one day Oh I didn't know you were going to buy that I didn't know you were going to do that Yeah <laughs> Right You know that's a problem It's a lot that we could talk about But I do want to drop that on you Learn how to pray with your spouse Not, not you but no, 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 A you, couple no, no, no. that ain't You said to me Learn how to pray <laughs> Boy, with your wife Especially uh, you a man of God Don't just pray to God Pray with your wife to God and I believe that that's the best place to start that's the most practical mm -hmm. thing I think I wrote the other day I think I posted something I say you know when you introduce God to anything he changes everything there you go there you go when you introduce God to anything he changes everything I like that a man in his pride that's been in his pride <laughs> will not take it to God because again I can fix it yeah. I can change it I can do it that's the fall Literally saying, I can do this without God. That's what we wanted, and God yeah. gave it to us. We say, I don't think I can do that. I yeah. don't think, and, yeah. and that's, that's, you know, I always quote this, but anything that, I think Spurgeon said, with anything that makes you pray is a blessing. Yeah. Nothing has drawn me more to the Lord than seeing. Lord, I, I literally, and, and people get on me all the time, like, man, you beat yourself up on it. I'm like, man, what, at this point, I'm like, whatever. That's freedom for me to say, bro, ain't mm. nothing good in me. <laughs> I look at myself and I'm like, bro, do you something? You are a boy. <laughs> you are something else, man. You are like, bro, you need to get yourself together. Mm -hmm. And that's freedom for me because the Bible tells me, yes, you are something else. No one does good. No, not one. None mm -hmm. of us. All of us are like sheep going away from astray, going astray. We, but God in his condescending love looked at us. This whole Christmas season is saying to the world, Jesus was born to say, I will not leave you in your sin. Amen. I will not leave you in your mess. Mm -hmm. I knew you before you were born, before you were shaped, in your mother's womb, I knew you, and I made a way for you to come back to me, and that's through your son. That's through my son, Jesus Christ. And I did all that to show you how much I love you. With that same love, love her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> With that same love, love your enemy. Sacrificial love. Yeah, like that's yeah. the that's the type of love yeah. that that's like great caveat by the way. Oh, oh can I can I drop this in there before? Because I know we're getting ready to go somewhere. Because I said because <laughs> <laughs> I said pray with your wife. I want to be clear. Let your wife pray too. I, I remember the first time and she wouldn't mind me saying this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember the first time I asked her to pray. We were dating. She coughed and. <laughs> She did all this. I'm like, why are you doing that? What's going Couldn't on? Get it together, huh? You know, she's like, I'm a little nervous. I mean, you you pray this way. I said, nah, just talk to God. Just talk. Just talk. A few months in, especially now, but a few months in, I heard this woman just honestly pray to God. I thought about what Jesus said to his disciples. I will make you fishermen and men we are making them something and when we give them the opportunity to do they grow and man my heart smiled man amen yeah my heart even to this day when she pulls me up Eric we need to pray amen my heart smiled because this woman that was coughing yeah <laughs> 
It's not coughing, but flowing. You found her voice. Yeah. You freed her up to do that. But you back, yeah, Amen. you back up. Yeah. And I had to bring that up because, you know, I didn't want it to be like, I pray. I pray with my wife. I pray with my wife. I let my wife pray with me. So y'all pray. So we pray. Okay. Amen. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's the, that's the, as imitators of God, Ephesians says, uh, that we're dearly loved children because we're loved we're to walk in love as Christ also loved us and gave himself for us a sacrificial and fragrant offering to God that's the type of love God wants us to have towards him and towards other sacrifice yeah sacrifice to deny yourself and say you know what (laughs) she's more important amen she's she's even though I Men just walk by sight so much. We don't walk by faith, bro. That's why it's a miracle when a man really... Be, when you can tell a man has been changed by Christ. It's a miracle. Because that will in a man... Women, too. I'm not beating yeah. up, but that will of a man that, to pull him away from that self-righteousness and that self-ideology and the, the idol of himself, that me, myself, and I, Godhead. The Lord is mighty. Because we just will... I mean, people... In hell right now, God gave them chance after chance after chance, and they would not bend their knee, bro. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and they're gonna suffer eternally for that decision. Mm. Um, does that mean that God did not have the power? Power? No, we know. And one of the prophets says, "Is the arms is the is the Lord arm too short to yeah, save?" Yeah, yeah, nah, He's all powerful. But if you keep Stiff arm in God, mm-hmm. you keep grieving his spirit. God may give you what you want. You know, <laughs> one of the worst things God can do is to give you exactly what you want. Exactly. So if you keep and and, and a dude will like stay with a girl because she just, you know, she doing them. She giving them sex. I'll put up with everything as long as she do that. Yeah. Talk to dudes like that. I'm like, bro, you just don't know yourself. And I was challenged with that. There's a lot of relationships I was in because I just didn't know who I was. Mm-hmm. I was trying to find myself in them. Shouldn't have been with these women, bro. Mm. Nothing. They combative. I had one, one girl say, man, Desmond, I can't be with you because I just feel like you won't tell me shut the F up. <laughs> you won't tell her? Yeah, she said that out of her mouth. <laughs> bro, that's a bitter woman. <laughs> that she feel like that's how she got to get talked to to feel like she loved, bro. <laughs> She walking in darkness, right? She walking in the futility yeah. of her mind. Yeah. She is not. She is removed from the life of God. But that stuff is out there. And why it would is. you be with a woman like that? Because you don't know who you are. Yeah, but once are. I once I knew and I started to get a semblance, okay, go. I'm in love with the Lord. I can go and talk to my wife and say, look, this is a big thing for me. And I love you. I want to be with you. But if this is not going to change, if we can't change this, then I'm going to cry. But deuces. Mm-hmm. That was before we were engaged, and she respected me so much man, for that, bro. Those are the conversations you need but to you have. Had to, but, but, you gotta have those but conversations, I man. That. And so many of us didn't have those conversations. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And while we were courting <laughs> or dating, whatever we want to say, man, we didn't we didn't have those tough conversations where we were we let it be known that I'm willing to walk away. You mm. know, or just walking away. Yeah, like, nah, this ain't for me. This is yeah. not what I want. This is not. Uh, a relationship that I'm called to be in yeah. you know and just walk away because man it's nothing like peace I, I, you know I keep saying <laughs> when, when, when you can't find peace yeah. in that relationship man yeah. that is 
hell. Yeah. You know, that is torture. That is that is an awful existence, man, when you just you walking on eggshells. Mm. You know, you're trying you can, you got to think before you say everything because mm-hmm. you don't want to cause conflict, you know? Every little thing. It, 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 it's, it's just a hard life to live. And like you said earlier, Eric, you had the choice before. Yeah, you yeah. know, God yeah. showed you. God warned you before. Mm-hmm. And you just generally saw what this person was like and you ignored it mm-hmm. or you said, I can handle it. I can handle it. Yeah, yeah. Until, until, until this person gets it right. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And, and we don't have to live like that. Mm-mm. If you're just courageous enough and trust God enough, because like we said before, a lot of us believe in God, but do we trust him? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I believe him. I, I know he exists and I know that he, but do I trust him mm-hmm. enough to be my all in all? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. do I trust him enough to be my joy, my right. comfort, my right. peace, okay. my love, to fill that void in my heart for what's that that's that I'm lacking at this moment. Mm-hmm. You know, do I trust him to do that? Mm-hmm. And a lot of us don't we're not, we're not courageous. We're not brave enough to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we give yeah. up like we we give up my father's no, We give up. Um James says, you know, trials produce that stuff yeah. in us. Mm-hmm. But when the trial comes, we don't want it and we give up. We like and this game too hard. I'm about to turn this drain off. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I, we give up and we don't stand and see the salvation of I the can't Lord. It. Yeah, like you don't stand and see the salvation of the Lord, man. And practically speaking, bro, I, man, there's times when I just, I cry. I just cry. Like I just I go to the Lord and I just like, man, I I don't know what to do. I mean, don't I cry about I, a lot. I don't. Well, I cry. My life choices. Yes. That's yeah. what I cry about. Yeah. Living in that regret. Yeah, bro. The choices that I made. Yeah. You know, I, oh, that's yeah. what I cry about. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, because those are the choices that cause me to waste, I have so much wasted time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Time that I can't get back. Yeah. You know, time yeah. that, that ruined, um, that damaged relationships. Yeah. That I had to do damage control on because, you know, the choices that I made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I you cry know? about the people that hurt. Yeah. Because of my choices. Because of your choices. Um, you know, my kids and a lot of people that I know uh, were depending on, you know, some people say, I don't care. Yeah, nah, that, nah. That's not me. And I don't think God has given us that kind of a heart. But like you said, when you mature enough to move away from the blame game, yeah, the only one that's left is who? You. You're the only one left. That's it. So it comes down to the choices that I made mm-hmm. that I'm mm-hmm. responsible for. Mm-hmm. You know, and you have to hold yourself accountable for that and um and also forgive yourself there you go that's big yeah you also got to forgive yourself yeah you got to forgive yourself (laughs) grow and move on and that's repentance turning away from it and don't do it again there you go Mm -hmm. yeah that's don't stay stuck don't stay stuck don't stay stuck bro that's it yeah i mean the, the 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 test of your repentance is change yeah, that's it's, it's it. That's it. Not all at once, but it's changing. And what you all are saying, I think the Bible says, I think David said it well. He says, You don't want a sacrifice, so I would give it. You're not pleased with a burnt offering. The sacrifice pleasing to God is a broken spirit. Mm-hmm. You will not despise, you will not despise a humbled heart. God. That's the reality, man. Mm-hmm. The reality is you need to be humble. You're going to be humble through 
trials and tribulations. God send those things, sends those things to us to show us who we are. Oh, you think you, because you got some Bible knowledge, Desmond, and because people liking your statuses, Desmond, because you say something and people jumping on you and they want your number and they want you to talk here and everybody saying how wise you ought to be young. You think you arrived. Nah, mm. bro, you don't even know how to go in the house and say hi to your wife when you walk in the door. Ouch. Uh, Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. You don't know how to go in the house and treat your children the way that they deserve to be treated the way that you were actually treated you're doing the same thing you walk in the same way your ancestors Mm -hmm. that's biblically said you're doing the same thing but you but you wise but you know Mm -hmm. saying nah jeremiah 23 24 saying man boast that you know me let your boast be nothing else that but that you know me and you understand my ways can that is that your boast is that your boast is that my boast and if we work towards that goal Mm -hmm. let my boast be that i know the lord Mm -hmm. not self-righteously but I didn't put in the work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That 100%, 100%. I mean, you said, relationship ain't 50-50. 100%. God giving 100 and you giving 100. Mm-hmm. And that's how relationships grow. Total commitment. And when you fail, what does God say he won't reject? A broken spirit. Mm-hmm. A humble heart. When you're humbled by your sin, when you see you for who you really are, mm-hmm. and you're humble, and you see it in light of the gospel, God lifts up his law and says, this is my standard. You see you way down here. You don't do Adam and yeah, blame. You right. say, Lord, I, 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 what that dude say in Luke? He said, man, he stood, he stood afar and beat his chest and said, Lord, I'm a sinner. Mm-hmm. But the other dude came to the temple like, man, I pay my tithes. <laughs> yeah, I go to every church yeah, service. Yeah, yeah. I sit in the front row. I donate all this money. I ain't never, ever cuss a day in my life. I fast four times a day, three times on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm getting it in. And Christ says, uh, one left justified and one left a rebel. Mm-hmm. One justified came. He stood afar. I wouldn't even look up his head to heaven. He was humble. Broken by his sin, mm. let that break you. you. You don't get that watching ESPN all day. You don't get that watching Skip and Shannon all day. You don't get that watching YouTube all day. You don't get that watching sports all day. You don't get that by not spending time with your wife. You don't get that by seeing how nah, I do better. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the stuff that changes communities. That's the stuff that changes lives. That's the stuff that changes individuals. And I just want to change, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. gentlemen. I just want to change. Yeah. I'm getting yeah. a little passionate, but I, I don't care about a lot of other stuff. Right. Why can't I get that right? Right, 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 that, right, that's, right, that's, right. That's, that's the stuff that matters. Yep. A lot of other stuff just don't matter. Yeah. That's what matters. I just want to do what God says. Right. And I have this flesh, I have the devil, I have the world, and I have me, myself, and I fight in tooth and nail to say, no, we want our way. But yeah. if he just says, you got to turn from that old way that's corrupted with deceitful desires. Mm-hmm. Wrong desires, confusing desires, and submit to God. Mm-hmm. That's what James says. Mm-hmm. Flee the devil. He'll flee once you start submitting. Yeah, resist. Submit, yeah. resist, yeah. and he'll flee. Yeah. Resist, submit to God's word. God's word says, I need to be compassionate, kind, and live with this woman in an understanding way. Lord, I don't know what that looks like. I've never done it in my life, I've never put that in practice. But you said, do it. I'm praying that you give me the strength to do it. Mm-hmm. And every day, it could just be walking in, grabbing my wife by her face, and kissing her in the mouth. Wow. That's it. Hey, baby, I love you. That's it. Even when it's hard. Shooting a text in the middle of the day. Shooting a text in the middle of the day. Hey, I'm just thinking about you. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, do you need me to take the girls so you can just go to the grocery store by there yourself? You 
Damn, it, it's yeah. all those things, but it's not. My uncle Lonzo always tell me it's not one time. Cause yep. dudes, you know how they do. Yep. <laughs> they do it one yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, yeah. check. <laughs> Can I get something tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I did it. You gonna do it? Yeah. You gonna do it? <laughs> that didn't work. Right. <laughs> and then you mad all over again, right? Oh. I knew there was a motive behind yeah, it. There was a motive behind it. So that's what. That's what. That's what. That's why I need you guys. I need you to say the thing. I need you to say what you said. Like. It's not. It's not one time. It's we played a long game. Men cast long nets and long visions, and we don't grumble when we don't see it working right now. I mean, I want this podcast to grow, bro. I really do. Right now, looking at it, it's okay. Wish it was more, but I'm in for the long term. It's gonna get better. We're gonna keep learning. We're making additions. If I care that much about a podcast that's here today, gone tomorrow, I ain't be measured by this. But I will be measured by my wife. And I, I just want to do better by her. She deserves better. The best thing I can do is give her a better husband. The best thing I can do for my children is to give my wife a better husband. Because then they'll start to see, I got all girls. This is what a man is supposed to look like. This is how he's supposed to treat his wife. And how many men are discouraged by the choices their daughter's making? When it comes to men, mm-hmm. when they Amen. when they weren't there, what can they really say? Mm-hmm. You didn't give her no example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't give her nothing to look forward to. Yeah. So when she get this dude that's tatted up from his ankles to his dread, you know, put on a facade like you're a nice guy, but you know what's going on. Mm-hmm. What can you really say? Yeah. What did you leave her? Somewhere in the Bible, I think it's in James. It says it's the it's a sin to know what to do and not, not to, to do, do it. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so all that stuff that you were just saying, there's you got the formula. We got yeah. the formula. We got the understanding. We got the head knowledge. Um, we just got to be intentional about it. It's yeah. not the it's not the knowing. It's the doing. It's the doing. <laughs> and 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 I think just like with anything, man. Once we we have to commit to it, you know. Yeah. Um, as athletes, you know, when we decide that we want to do something, that we want to get better at something, we commit to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, and as husbands and as fathers and as men, we have to be intentional about um, committing to things that we want to change and that mm-hmm. we want to get better at. You know, and and you know, scientifically, they say it takes how many days for something to become a habit. Some people say twenty-one. Some people, but the, but but the the similarity is that there has to be a consistent mm-hmm. commitment effort. to it, mm-hmm. a commitment, uh, effort to it every day for a certain period of time before it become a habit. Mm-hmm. And like I always said, what you know, what Lonzo always shared with me when he was counseling me, you know, we'll talk about the problem, we'll talk about you know the the, the goal, and then the next thing he'll say is, what practical things can we put into place right now to get to where we want to get to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, what are we going to do on a daily basis? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do intentionally do to get to that level? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm going to text my wife every day. Every day before I leave out the house, no matter what, I'm going to kiss my wife. Every day I walk in the house, I'm going to greet my wife with a kiss before I do anything else. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. every day I'm going to tell my wife that I love her. Yep. Every mm-hmm. day yep. I'm going to build an atmosphere of intimacy yep. without sex. Yep. Can yep. we do that? Yeah. yeah. Can we practice intimacy without intercourse? Mm-hmm. That's the atmosphere that we want to create. Amen. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's the yeah. atmosphere. If we want our wives to respond to us in the way that we want them yeah. to respond to us, yeah. what type of atmosphere are we creating? Yeah. Are we showing them that I love you even if we're not doing this? Mm-hmm. And watch what God do. That's it. If you introduce God to anything, you change watch everything. Watch what God do. Yeah. Because this, this is what I told Dwayne a long time ago, my son Dwayne a long time ago when he was going through you just stay obedient. Mm-hmm. You stay obedient to God, doing God's word. You consistently be you. And three things are probably going to happen with the people that you're struggling with, for the situation you're struggling with. Either they're going to leave you alone, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> mm-hmm. They're going to realize that you're changing, and they're going to change. Or the last thing is, he's going to change the way that you respond to those people, even if they don't change. Mm-hmm. Because even if they don't change, he's going to change the way it affects you. That's it. So either way, God is going to work that thing out. But the constant in that is you and your obedience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do we trust God enough to let God be God? Mm-hmm. Because he's shown what he can do. Yeah. His yeah. track record is his track is it. yeah he's <laughs> he's perfect <laughs> you know he's never failed us yeah yeah two thousand years four thousand years all the way back he's yeah. he's never failed us man and but we get in our own way so often by like you said earlier we figure we can change it we mm-hmm. figure that we can handle it and we figure that we don't need. <laughs> Um, and I don't know I don't know what it is I don't know if it's like we feel like I can't bother God with this is that what it is mm-hmm. it's not that important you know yeah yes yeah yes yeah. I we, think I can handle I, this one I got this yeah you know yeah. it's like we tell God I, I got this but, but, but Mr. E culture tells us that though like mm. like we're more affected Every one of us more affected more by the culture than God's word. That's why Romans 12 yeah. says you need to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Throw off the customs and traditions that you're conforming it to. I meant to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And Mr. E, like you, you pastor, you counsel. I was just don't read the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> like like right. at, the, at the trust of it, they just, I mean, honestly, right. like, honestly. I'm, I'm keeping it, I'm keeping no. it a stack. Like, like I'm keeping it, I'm keeping it, I'm, I'm keeping it a stack. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, just don't read their Bibles. Like you, you just say, "Did you notice what's in there?" Right. And it's not you trying to be like contentious right. or being a right. jerk. It's just like, did you know that God's word? I mean, how we doing this show? You'll say something. I'm like, you know what? Right. God's word kind of says <laughs> the same thing. There. It's in there. But, right. but it's 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 because you spend time in it. And even though, yes, it's I always say soul work is slow work. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. work of the soul is slow. It takes time because yeah. we're so infested by sin and <laughs> deceitfulness and pride <laughs> and anger and rebellion. So <laughs> it's going to take time for you to submit to God's word. But the <laughs> more you do it, yeah. the more you know him and you see this is for my good, for God's glory and for my good. You keep practicing it because we like good things. We mm-hmm. like good gifts. And Bible says God gives good gifts. Yeah. Jesus yeah. says God gives good gifts. Right, so right, he right, wants right, to right, bless right. his right. people, but it has to be his way on his terms by his rules. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to get God's blessing without him, you're an idolater and you don't really know what you're doing. Right. And the Bible is what we is what men pick up and read. Bro, you got to read. If you don't know, go to men like Eric. Mm-hmm. Go to the Uncle Lonzo's. Go to your pastor. They will be thrilled to say, 
for you to come up there and say, can you read the Bible with me, bro? They'll probably do a cartwheel on the middle of the floor. <laughs> right. Because they don't get that a lot. They get women saying that a lot, but there's not a lot of yeah. men saying it because men will not admit their weakness. Yeah, yeah. That you don't know. It's okay not to know. The bad part is staying ignorant. Ignorance mm-hmm. is not the issue. It's staying ignorant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm going to let you have your last. You the, the no, 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 no. No, I was just going to say, it's something in us that once it gets turned on, we drive towards that thing that we really want. And I think that's the challenge that we're facing. There's so many different things pulling at us in this world that are telling us we can do this and we'll be okay. And more and more we're seeing it on TV and we're seeing people that seem like they're progressing and flowing. And the enemy, his job is to deceive. It's mm-hmm. a deception. Yeah. And you feel like they're flowing, but you don't even know. We, we're getting high off of minutes of a clip or a Facebook mm-hmm. post yeah. or whatever the case may be. And you don't even know at home, they probably don't even talk to each other, exactly. but they smile for a picture. Right. And you want to make something like, I want to be like him. I want to be like this. I want to be like that. Many of us don't get to that point where the prodigal son got to where he came to himself. Amen. Come on, brother. Amen. It wasn't until he came to himself. Many of us will sit in that hog pen and try to figure out how can we make this situation yes. better? Mm-hmm. How can I how can I have fun mm. in oh, the pig pen? How how can we turn this into a play pen? Wow. And we you the pig pen becomes a play pen. Right. And we're 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 throwing dollar dollar bills and all of that stuff and we feel like we're having the time of our life, mm-hmm. but we don't even realize all we had to do was come to ourselves and say, Oh, my father's servant. Just treat it better than it. Father. <laughs> forget the servant part. I got a relationship with God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still his son. I'm talking to save people. You know, yeah. when we got out there, I, I was doing things. I was out here doing my thing. It wasn't until I came to myself Amen. and realized that's my father. My father loves me. My children could do anything. They can come to me. They better not do it. But they can come to me and say, hey, Dad, I'm a transvestite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm look at you like something is wrong. Yeah. But that's my son. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to love my son no matter what my son does and what he looks like and who he is because it's my son. And what's connecting me? The blood. (laughs) And when we come to ourselves and recognize that our father loves us more than anybody else on this earth, we'll say, you know what? I can do better than this. I can do better than this. Amen. I remember one time, man, this is just being real. I was in somebody's bed. And I sat up and said, why am I doing this? Yep. I'm better than this. Yep. Yeah. And it was that moment that I didn't just roll over and try to make it feel better, but I, I got to go. Mm-hmm. And it was after realizing that, that my life started really changing. You say that closeness in, to God. And I'm telling you, you're not going to just have one moment with that. No. In a long walk. No. Mm-hmm. It might not be to that degree, right? But you're you're gonna have challenging moments from time to time, and you gotta stop and say, "I'm better than I'm this." Better than this, yeah. God made me for more than this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's more in me than yeah. what I'm doing and and causing myself to think that's good right now. No, God got more for me. Let me go back to my father. Mm-hmm. Because that's the only place, the manufacturer is the only place that knows how to straighten me out. Amen. Amen. (laughs) And when you go back to your father, guess what? He didn't make him go through a whole bunch of whatever. No. No. He just hugged on him and loved him. 
and restored him. And restored him. Amen. Mm-hmm. He asked Peter three times, "Do you love me, man?" <laughs> mm-hmm. I know you. I know you did yeah. me wrong. Do you love me? Yeah. Feed my sheep. Tend to my lambs. Clean you up. Get back on. Yeah. That's it. Get, yeah. You good? That's Got it. your burns? Yeah. And that's the thing. I think that's that's the that's the that's that's the main point, bro. Like God's grace goes down to the depths of our soul when we think. Mm-hmm. When we're unfaithful, God's not unfaithful. When we're faithless, God is still faithful. What is he? God called us out for his own glory. Mm. God's glory will be done throughout the whole earth. Like we're his masterpiece and God will not give up on us. We give up on God, but he will not give up on us. Now, there's consequences when we come back. But oh yeah, but you back, oh, yeah. you oh, yeah. back though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's I, better being done. Better his consequences. consequences. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I'm good. Because I know, uh, right. I know those consequences yeah. are coming from a loving father, exactly, not yeah. a tyrant. So I just thought that yeah. was that was a great way to end that, brother. Because I think we did get practical. I think we did talk about what that looks like. We talked about anger, being mistreated, how to deal with it. We acknowledged and. We confessed our sins to one another. <laughs> you know, we kept it real. We talked about what makes us cry. Right. <laughs> I got to go out. I'm gonna name this podcast. <laughs> We're gonna have about four or five of them. About Still recording. Yeah. Oh. It's like four or five. About four or five. I have to edit that part out. <laughs> but yeah, man, that I think that was. I think that was good. This has been the Light Podcast, where we filter our thoughts through God's laws. We filter our perspectives through God's perspective. And we filter our ways through God's ways. I was joined by the smoothest man in the land. The creepy call himself. Man who levitates. Dave Oot's dad. Say bye to the people. Much love, people. See you next time. <laughs> and the sage. The wise one. The one and only. E. Say bye to the people, my brother. Hey, God, goodbye, everybody. God bless you. Peace.